Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hey, good evening. Good evening. I have Todd back from sick leave. Hi. How are you? I'm here. Still sort of on sick leave, but we're we're gonna get through it. We're gonna uh, yes, we will. Yes. If not, you know, we're all going to the same place, I guess. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's Vance in the background. And we have Steve Gold. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, it's our pleasure. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Fat AZ Musky Products, fatazmusky.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And let's see. With uh, We'll talk a little bit more about this, but, you know, baits are going to be hitting the website here soon due to some, you know, out-of-our-control events. And But the rod holder is still up on the website, and many are shipping. So if you're looking to set up a boat... Come reach out to us if you're musky fishing. Uh, I will gladly, gladly help you walk through a setup. And, you know, even if that means not all of our stuff that we make. I've just been immersed in this for many, many years, setting up boats. And I feel I could give a really good um, outsider's opinion. I've seen many different styles of boats uh, out there. And at least I can give you my two cents. So feel free to reach out. All the contacts are on the website or through social media. And the baits, Team Rhino Outdoors and Musky Tackle Online. Look for them for the baits as of right now. But that can change here soon. Muddy Creek. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Vance and I are going to be starting up the last Saturday in May. As we said, it does not start Memorial Day weekend, as some people think, but uh, it will be the last Saturday in May, the weekend after Memorial Day. We're fishing all the way through November. Get a hold of us. That early season is pretty much booked for us right now. We'll see what happens. Expect a few cancellations. So if you're interested, get a hold of us. We'll get you on a list or something. But, uh, you know, summer, fall, we still got stuff open. So we will do our best to get out there and get you on some fishing. We will be ready to go this year. Guaranteed. Sounds good. And if you come out with us, you'll be fishing out of Ranger Boats. Shout out to them for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, and to get uh, all your Ranger Boat needs, check out Vic Sports Center. Um, they are, their service uh, line is still um, up right now. Uh, they are still unwinterizing, doing anything you need. Uh, for boats right now in their service department. Uh, as you know, they carry Ranger Boats, Starcraft, Star Welds, uh, now Tritons. Um, check them out. They're a good group of guys. Shout out to St. Croix Rides for sponsoring this show and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Uh, looking forward to using them. Um, looking forward to using them sooner rather than later. This weather is really, really nice and uh, I think fishing is a is a good avenue to uh, Get your mind off some things. So uh, check out St. Croix. Uh, check out Baker Baits. Use them up. Troll them up. Get them bit up. They're great baits. Shout out to him for sponsoring this show. Um, that's all I got. Perfect. Muskies Inc. Todd, if you can Muskies speak. Inc. We're going to do Muskies Inc. Yes, we can do something about Muskies Inc. I just signed up. I couldn't remember my number, Don. I always say I sign up, Don, to show, and I couldn't remember my number. I haven't 
entered anything in a long time, but I just signed up online today, did a uh, renewal for that. And, uh, you know, Muskie's Inc. is going to do what you can, what, you know, you can get as involved as you want with your local Muskie Inc. chapter. Just check it out. Every state that's got Muskie's has them. And uh, I think it's really important to get involved with your local chapters and uh, tons of neat stuff that these clubs are doing uh, with the bait fish, with just all kinds of stuff, the club, the club tournaments, year-round tournament you know i know this year there's i've seen a lot of them being canceled like the the uh wards banquets and stuff but that's just the time we're in right now so uh get involved anybody in the muskie fishing should be involved in their local muskie chapter yeah and just some some news from our local chapter here i uh follow them on facebook uh they recently with all the uh events happening they bought some minnows a little bit early uh but our our local chapter donated uh, $3,000 to buy those minnows. Um, I saw that. That's great. Yeah, it it is great. It's also being matched by the state, so they are working hand-in-hand, which is something that's very encouraging, is uh, the state working with private organizations. So think about that if you're on the fence of joining Muskies, Inc. Hey, guys, just to tell you a little bit what's going on with Muskies, Inc. here in West Virginia is – we're doing a mortality survey, and our muskies Inc. donated money. We tagged 45 muskies in Stonewall Jackson Lake there last week. So the state's doing, taking care of all the tagging. West Virginia University is conducting the surgeries right on the lake, putting transmitters in each of the fish. So I, I, I was lucky enough to go out with them last Thursday. Oh, that's and, cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, in three hours, we shocked up 16 muskies, and the biologist performed the surgeries, and three of those muskies were over 34 pounds. Wow. Wow. And so the fishery's thriving, but the muskies, Inc., are donating 50 bucks for any fisherman that calls in the, the yellow tag number on those muskies. So, like you said, the muskies, Inc.'s putting money into it to help the state with our muskie fisheries. That's great. The, the clubs can do so much if, if yeah. you know, the states will take, will, will, will take help. Sometimes it takes a little time to get involved with them, but, uh, you know, w- once you get to that point, that is great. That is awesome yeah. stuff there. If you catch Another, one and turn in the tag, you get 50 bucks essentially. Anytime you catch one and they, they hope to have that same tag number called in time after time because it yeah. is a mor- it's a mortality study. So, is, is there, have a, little, is there yeah. a tracker with that, or is it just a, a tag that you, this is a number? The, there is a tracker, and the biologist will come down about every two weeks. And I'm not sure the distance he has to be from that fish, because, of course, I would love to have a transmitter that way. I yeah, can. heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I did tell him that I would, you know, volunteer my boat to take him around throughout the summer so he could you know, he can study the fish because he'll be able to tell if the fish is alive or not. Yeah. And and I think the 16 we shocked that day, 11 were males. And one of the good things was like six of the males were over 42 inches, which is oh, pretty see, rare. That is. Yeah. That's rare from what I hear in Pennsylvania here. Yeah, for sure. Correct. So, like I said, it was just a great thing. It lets me know how poor of a fisherman I am. <laughs> I can't see big fish in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah, but just just a great example of what these clubs can do. You know, just get right. involved. Jeez, it's awesome stuff. Very neat. Now, Steve, tell us, hit up your plugs. Yes. Uh, you cut out on me there for a second. What oh, okay. Uh, just hit up your plugs. Okay. Yeah, my plugs, like my four-inch plugs. No, like who, who you are, what you have to offer. I mean, everybody knows that, but okay. oh, I'm you're sorry. Steve Gold. <laughs> hold, hold on for a second. I don't, I'm cutting out on you for some reason, so I'm not catching much of it. All right, you got me there. Uh, I'm. You Ooh. never left us. Okay, we got you. All right, so it's on my end for sure. But you have a website, Facebook. Give us where we can find you, and then we're going to get into what you're doing. Okay, um, you can find me right now on Facebook under Trophy Time Leaders and Lures, and I'll take care of any of your orders through the Facebook, or you can get a hold of me on my cell phone at 304-517-3373. And it's one of deals where I can hook you up with any kind of tackle, any kind of terminal tackle leaders. And I'm always going to take care of you. And I'm, I'm not one that's trying to break the bank. So if you're looking to get into musky fishing, I'll help get you set up with not only my lures, but other people's lures that will catch your fish. Very Excellent. Nice. All right, Steve, you were on the show like last year ish. I didn't, I don't remember exactly the date, but, um, since then you've kind of added, added some stuff to what you're doing aside from the leaders. You want to tell Correct. us about that? Uh, around 20 years ago, before I had kids, I was, I would dabble in making my own lures and I always had success with them. But then coaching four sports a year for two kids for 20 years, I, I kind of got out of lore making. Now they're both at WVU at the university, and, you know, it's just me and the wife. Mm-hmm. So I can only chase her so much. And then yeah. I, have to go, I, I have to go tie leaders, and I started making my lures again. And, you know, right now I'm offering a four-inch in the crankbaits, I'm offering a four inch, a five inch, a six, a seven and a half, and a nine. And then my lord that's really taken off is just my six inch glide that I said I've made for twenty years. But it is producing fish. Of course this is the time around here for glides, but it's just per- producing fish after fish after fish. So so I've had really good luck with it and I've had, you know, good people around me. And like I said, it's just really helped. And I had got a text today. I actually just reeled a fish in this morning on one of my four-inch cranks. There you go. And and as soon as I released it, I got a text from a boy that was fishing off the bank, and he caught two in less than 15 minutes, and both of them were over 40 inches. Nice. And both of those were on the six-inch glide. Did that that time, did did he give a time that would correspond when you caught your fish? It would have been. It was in the major. It was. So, so there was the something major. going on. Right. I okay. think it was. It was around nine thirty this morning. Okay. So, so you've dove, dove into it all the way, like you're doing your own painting. You're doing everything. I uh, I do all my own painting. I did 
for each one of the shows this year, for the Ohio show, I had a, a buddy named Shane Robert. He painted up about 20 show colors for me in one pattern. Mm-hmm. And and then I had him paint do the same for the Pittsburgh the Max. So I had help with one one pattern, but other than that, I, I do all the painting and just do it all. So going back 20 years ago, were you doing your painting then too? Yes, but it looked a whole lot worse. It was a lot yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> In what way did it look worse? What's that? And what and how how did it look worse? <laughs> I, the whole game's changed in 20 years. Back yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, back, I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear how the game changed. I mean, I know how it's well, changed, but. Back 20 years ago, I would have an all white plug or an all white glide with a set of eyes that I probably painted on. Yeah. And would, and would go out and catch fish all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I sit there and spend hours and hours on a fancy paint job. And I can't say that I catch any more fish, but they look, <laughs> <laughs> look better for the buyers. That's what you need. It, it is. And I mean, I'm just yeah. being honest. I mean, yeah. yep. So, but it, it, it is something, I mean, and it's nice to, I want to think that I'm getting better at painting. It's just like anybody. I mean, you want to get better at everything you do. Cause I mean, some of these guys, like I know you mentioned Zach, Baker with Baker Lures. These guys are setting the bar so high. The same way with Andy and your guys' baits. I mean, you guys are setting the bar so high, you can't sell an all-white plug now. You have to put a little extra juice in it. I wish we could. It'd save a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Certainly would. Yeah, so... Well, that's great. What gave you you the... uh, the inspiration to get back into it. Uh, I, but that's all I do. I, I work about 60 hours a week at my regular job. Mm-hmm. And then I'm one that I can't sit still. I don't set much TV. I, I have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's no hunting season in now, so I can't be shooting animals. So now I have to. I carve wood. <laughs> I yeah. carve wood and tie knots. So all of your baits uh, are, are wooden baits. Yeah, everything, all my crankbaits are cedar, and all my glide baits are maple. Nice. Yeah. Um, what's so, I mean, the, uh, what, what do you, uh, why did you choose maple over cedar for your, your glide? Just the buoyancy, and, I mean, lead's kind of getting hard to get, mm-hmm. and you can use so much less lead with the, the maple than what it takes for the cedar. Okay. And, and so did you, you know, you said you made this glider like 20 years ago. Was this something yeah. you, you like worked on for a couple of years or a summer or something? And then you just kind of back burnered it. And then you like, you know, open up a drawer and you blew the dust off a notebook and you open it up <laughs> and the paper was like all like, like really brittle. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, back then I couldn't afford to buy some like Hughes river was big. And he's local here, and I couldn't afford his baits. I mean, they work great, but, you know, at that time, I pretty much made everything if I wanted to use it because, like I said, the money just wasn't there to be buying stuff. 
you know, on the topic real quick, I don't want to sidetrack you. I, I was kind of getting into it when, when Hughes Rivers was, was like a name to try to go after, but I never did. Do you remember offhand about how much those baits were back then? When he first started, I want to say you could get them for $15 easy. Mm-hmm. And then after... I don't know if you know musky shows or something. I mean, he just exploded and the price just went way, way up. And that was, you know, before the Facebook and the internet and all that stuff. I mean, cause you know, as well as I do that, all that stuff definitely helped take prices up. Oh yeah. I, I'm just trying to get like this feel, like yeah. when I was asking about the painting and stuff, like why yeah. was your paint jobs worse? You know, this is like a, a like a little look in the past. That, that you have this window because you have such a big gap of time between kind of really, you know, taking these projects on. And, you know, I, I was just curious, like, <clears throat> if one of those gliders back then was, yeah, that his prices were outrageous. They were $35 a piece or something. And now people laugh at that. <laughs> oh, I, I know. It. You know. But, I mean, and his baits were the same way. I mean, they wasn't. You know, you're not looking at really fancy paint jobs back then, but as time progressed, you have to, you know what I mean? All the guys that are really successful, their paint job has definitely stepped their game up. Mm-hmm. And some of those lures aren't getting fish, some are. And I couldn't tell you if they I caught just as many fish back then with the plain lures as I do now with the fancy lures. <laughs> well, you, you jumped right into, uh, the fancy painting uh, for what you would say people are setting the bar very high. Um, you've got glitters and tight lines and all that stuff. You went right into the glitters. Just jumped right into it. You know, I always joke with Zach. I always tell him glitters are for guys that can't paint very well. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice with the glitter. Yeah, so I, I can make it real shiny and sparkly. And it hides some of the other flaws. Well, I think there, I think there's something to be said about that. I think there's yeah. some truth to, to what you're saying there. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's I, I like to plain. I mean, I'm a shad person. The lakes I fish around here are all shad lakes. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't guess you guys have the shad there, at Chautauqua. No, no, we don't have a perch, but perch, in, huh? in, in the so Pits, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania reservoirs. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so you guys probably paint a lot of stuff with bars or stripes on it. Way too many. Of, well, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, that's your forage. That's what the fish are eating. And that's the same way it is here. Most of my stuff that I sell to the local guys are kind of playing with a black dog on it. Mm-hmm. And because every lake, the lake I fish today is just pod after pod after pod of shad. So, you know, it's a great thing. And, and the shad pattern's an easier pattern to paint. So that helps as well. Yes, it does. Barring, a, yeah. barring, I'm looking at hundreds of baits I'm going to be barring. Five bars of bait. <laughs> time yep. each side mm, yeah i'm not looking forward to it but i i gotta just do it it's 10 bars a day five <laughs> bars a side yeah 
And the bars work great here, but the shad definitely works a little better in my opinion. Well, if you don't have here. to paint it, don't paint it. That's right. Keeping it simple. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Glitter them up and put a dot on them. There you go. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So how was this? Was the first show season that you had these your, your crankbaits and stuff, right? Yeah. This. I had a few glides last year, but yeah, this year was the first year that I had the glide or the crankbaits at the shows. And you had, I mean, you had a whole array, what, four, five, six, it, seven and a half, and nine? I had, I just had a few, the sevens and a half and nines. I kind of kept just all of the smaller baits. Okay. Honestly, I, I mean, I have to thank the people because I was definitely overwhelmed with, you know, the way they went. And I mean, guys really, you know, they bought a lot of them, and which really surprised me. I mean, I didn't know, because, you know, you're kind of coming out as nobody. And it's a good feeling to have guys, you know, buying three and four at a time. Or some guys have bought more than that, or just even having one person buy one. I mean, you had to have been known, at least for the leaders and stuff. You've been you've been at it for at least a couple years that I know of. You know, at least right. at the shows. I, yeah, and I mean, I've built good relations with a lot of the guys. And, and like I said, I'm not trying to break their banks. So they're always repeat customers. And it's the same way with the baits. I mean, the guys that are buying the baits are already calling me wanting, you know, they're wanting their favorite patterns. Because everybody, I'm sure the three of you, each one of you got your favorite patterns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, it's the same way, I mean... All the guys that bought baits at the shows, now I'm starting to get the messages, and this thing's starting to snowball. Where can you, can you paint me up one that's got two black dots instead of one? So, oh my. yeah, so I mean, like I said, it's it's getting better, and I've had a lot of help from a lot of the builders, and I can't thank them enough. I mean, if I ever have a question, or I mean, I've had my share of failures, and just to share one quick story with you, I, I worked and worked to get the perfect, what I wanted to be the perfect bluegill pattern. And I finally got one and I was so proud of it. And I was sending guys pictures and I was a little bit sloppy with getting paint on the lip. So I, I bought this real high dollar cleaner and it ate the lip clear off my baits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I called a couple of the builders and they said, yep, we know exactly what you use. And it, it cracked it like you hit, like someone threw a, a ball in your windshield. It just spider webbed it. Hmm. And so your baits all have so, like sand lips? Yes. And yeah. I, I buy the most expensive Lexan they make. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the stuff, it, it's twice as much, but it's bulletproof. I mean, it really does well. And try to use all the top-notch components, and you know they are screw eye. They're not through wire, but I, I just can't see. You know, if you catch fifty fish on one bait and it, it gets tore up, and I'll I'll be more That's than all good. Yeah, I'll That's be more all than good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now, like I said, I just don't have the time to try to through wire. So. You know, no, they're all going to be no. They're going to be screw eyes for now. Yeah, not bad. 
I'm a big fan of screw eyes. So yeah, that's 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 tough. Uh, doing the through wire, I'm sure. Uh, with how quick you're making the leap into the game, you're going to be there one day doing the uh, doing through wire. I may be. I plan on retiring in two years. I hope so. Then I'll have a little bit more time. Screw eyes will last a lot to, longer. You can always replace them through wire. There you go. That's easy. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yep. Very true. Well, if you're selling a bait for thirty bucks and forty bucks a bait, I don't. You don't want it to last forever. I mean, you gotta, you gotta at least sell two of them. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped into it good. But you, you know, you got in with the crankbaits too. You know, I mean, the, the, much easier to sell to the trolling guys. They can put a spread out, run a bunch of baits. Yep. They need a couple yep. colors, you know. When you when your your glider by your, or your glider guys, what we run into with the raptor, they want to try a bait. I mean, you can only throw one at a time, so they a lot of times you buy one. Right. You know, I'm gonna throw this glider. I'm gonna throw this jerk bait. I'm gonna check it out. Trolling uh, guys are more like, yeah, I gotta at least get two just in case that bait's decent, and then uh, you know you go from there. And then the spread gets wider. <laughs> You, honestly, you don't know how many times I heard that. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hit the nail on the head. They're like, well, we can't just get one because if it works, you know, we've got six lines out. We got at least have right. two or three. Of them. That's right. Yeah. And I'm the same way. If I see a bait that I think is going to work, I'll buy at least two of them because I know with my luck, I'm going to lose one somewhere. <laughs> and you know, I always take a lot of new fishermen with me and. Sometimes they might help you lose one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So have you, uh, so what you did, you did Ohio this year, you did Pittsburgh, you did a one or two in, um, and I'm talking about shows in, uh, West Virginia, correct? I did the, yeah, I did Tony and Greg's show in Moorhead, Kentucky. Okay. And then I did the Clendenin show, the Elk River Expo in West Virginia, the Max, and then the Ohio show. And of course, we would have been doing the New York show without this mm-hmm. virus. So you did a you you jumped full full in it, and you you had a, a whole spread of baits as well. Um, what was your uh, what was your most popular bait? The, the the six inch glide by far. By far. Okay. Yeah. I mean it a lot of the guys we say you build a bait for your area. Mm-hmm. And and I mean that the glide bait from September till uh, middle of May in West Virginia and Pennsylvania and Ohio is just I mean they're money. They, they just they work day in day out. I mean, you can always catch a fish on a glide during that time period. What's your? I mean, I know we kind of talked about the the colors, but what what color sold the best for you, or was it more like regionally? Like the whites. I mean, the whites pretty much sold the best, and then your natural colors like the, the walleye pattern, the smallmouth pattern, the perch pattern, the the sunfish pattern, any of the, the natural patterns sold well, and then the whites. 
no. I, I really thought that the Fire Tiger would be my number one seller because it seemed like we all have Fire Tigers every bait. And they was probably my least seller. That's interesting because, you know, we, we, we see that as well. Um, when it comes to, like, our swim baits, that's, like, the one that Vance and Todd seem to always want to grab is the Fire Tiger. Yep. I'm just, I'm not a Fire Tiger fan, but, you know, I have them uh, because, you know, because, you know, you got to have them, I guess. You can never have too many. But yeah. it, it's interesting because you might have, you know, one show, like, let's just pick on Ohio, and you sell a lot of this trending of colors. And then you just go over to the Muskie Max. What is that? Like a three hour drive. And it's just yeah, a yeah. whole different, whole different set of what people want. Did... And I mean, you, you're right. I mean, you're hundred percent right. And I'll tell anybody out there, if you're going to the Kentucky show, you better take all white baits, every bait you got. Mm-hmm. I mean, that lake cave run is a, I mean, like you said, it's just a regional white and silver. And, and it's the size. I mean, one place wants four inch, one place wants five inch. I'm sure New York would have wanted bigger baits. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's really not that far of a distance between these locations either. Nah. But you know, it's just it's it's a regional thing, and it, you know it's it's neat to see that you know other people are seeing that aside from just us. But you know, it's 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 crazy. But um, talking about painting a little bit, what pattern do you l- l- like painting the least? <laughs> because I just talked about fire tigers on my mind. Well, right now, I'd probably say walleye because I, I have not settled in on a walleye pattern yet. I've tried and tried, and I'll have a couple of them come out good, but I cannot get that for what I want to be, a walleye pattern. Yeah, I mean, walleye. Now, is, your walleye, is your walleye incorporating bars or just the plain? They're spaded bars. They're spaded, spaded bars, bars that you can mm-hmm. see, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the walleyes are all over the place in the painting world. You know, I, I, my walleye in my mind goes back to the Wiley walleye that I've been using for like thirty years. Yeah. It's just brown, yellow belly. I mean, it, at at uh, St. Clair they call it dog turd. Right, and that's you one know. of my favorite patterns on this St. Clair. Dog yeah. turd. <laughs> there you go, and. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys get real involved with the bars, and you know, I don't see the little baby walleyes having bars, but some people yeah. like. It. I mean, to me, I call it brown perch. They call it walleye, whatever. Call it what you want, but yeah. uh, you can go all over the place with the walleye. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, in this, I mean, there's a lot of great. Like I said, there's so many great painters and so many great bait makers. I just want to find that one that's a little different from his and a little different from his. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just haven't found that pattern yet. And, it's getting I, harder and harder to find that. Yeah, that that yeah, little bit is. different. And, yeah. you know, I, I kind of fallen on this, on a technique on, on how I, I almost want to say, I don't shoot for lifelike. I shoot for fishing lure patterns. 
you know, like yeah. what you would expect to find, like when I was a kid opening up a Bass Pro magazine, uh, sitting on the couch and just, you know, those, those thoughts of old times. Oh, the, mm-hmm. everyone could be like, yes, this is what a perch looks like. We all agree that this is it. And, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that if I painted up, you know, anyone's bait, that anyone that knows AZ in the paint jobs would say that person didn't, that the maker of that bait did not paint that AZ painted that one. (laughs) So, I mean, it's more or less you you get, you get in your groove and your style and then you just transcend it through all the patterns on your style. That's kind of what I, I see, you know, I can, you know, uh, we have some, uh, Raptors here painted by several other bait makers. I mean, by when I say here in my museum and to me, it's just like, yes, this one, Dale Wiley painted this one. So-and-so painted this one. So, and you can just tell by how they did the layers and stuff. Do you feel you right. found a, a groove or developed that style yet? I, I think I have on some of the baits, but not all of them yet. There's the browns and yellows and orange. It seems like I've got the layering down on them. But then some of my lighter colors, I try to get the layer and to get certain colors to pop, and it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. It's getting a lot harder to do what you were talking about, Andy. Yeah. You know, if you go back 15, 20 years ago, I could see you. You could see a ba- I could honestly look at almost any bait back then, and I knew who painted that bait, even if it was Wiley painted by somebody else. Not Razo painted that because he had a couple guys paint for him for a while. You know, I could tell if Leo painted or if Brian Boyer painted it from perch bait, even though they're, even though they're so close, you could still tell, but that's getting hard. You got guys like Zach out there that are changing every time he comes to a show. It's a totally new looking bait. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, these guys are so talented. I mean, they are. And I mean, I, I take my hat off to them because I sit there and, I mean, I get mad. I just sit there and I get mad. I was like, it can't be that hard, but it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, thank God for sandpaper. Sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's your eraser. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. So, or that's the ones I call during my box. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of those too. Yeah. We get that. Yeah. I need some blems. Well, you're not finding that from me because <laughs> I know I haven't been getting any lately. You're perfect. What's acts up? I didn't say I'm yeah. perfect. <laughs> we Sometimes have a you, 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 you got to get, you just got to develop a way to hide the mistakes, and that's probably what a lot of the good painters do. Is they could look at their bait and you're like, Oh my gosh, this thing's perfect. And then they're like, yeah, except I hid this over here and hid that over there. And I went a little heavier on the, on the scaling on this one because I didn't like the way that, you know, whatever happened behind it, you, you have ways to hide stuff. Oh yeah. And if it gets really bad, just reprime it and start over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's for sure. But I, I just want, I just want to make something guys want. I mean, I know my bait won't fit everybody's style, just like your guys' bait don't fit everybody's style. As long as the people that buy them are happy with them, that's all I care about. We could have a lot of blends. Uh, 
guide baits and stuff for Bob and I took over the painting. Yeah. <laughs> eh, maybe for the first time or two, and then you'd realize that I'm really uh, expendable and you guys could just be ripping and tearing. Yeah. You want to you tell people what happened uh, last week? Okay, I guess... Steve, do you mind if we uh, tell a little personal story here of painting and, and the no, woes? All right, so uh, last Saturday, uh, be nice. What's that? Be nice, please. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put out the facts. <laughs> okay. So um, Vance Vance wanted to do a little bit more uh, of painting. So last Saturday. Uh, you know, so Vance has done two show colors, uh, last year's Muskie Max and this year's Muskie Max. And they were, uh, you know, kind of the, uh, Chautauqua, not the Chautauqua, the Three Rivers Minnow Fun baits. And he wanted to do some, some like base layer stuff. So the, the priming and, you know, the initial paint, paint process. And he was talking to me on the phone, like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, just talking, I'm going to hold the the uh, airbrush and this and that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You haven't you haven't touched this gun yet. This is not the gun you're used to. <laughs> so, I mean, I have different tools for different jobs, and he, you know, is just like, oh, okay. So he comes over and I'm showing him the ropes on this, and I, I purposely did not fill the cup as full as I would have had it because I'm like, eh, there might be some there might be some splishing and a splashing going on over here. And I show Vance a couple baits. This is how you do it. This is what you're going to want to look for. And just the basic, basic rundown. And <laughs> I turn my back on the first bait <laughs> and I look and there's white paint all over the gun, all over his hand. And it's just dripping. <laughs> off of <him>. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, hey, those are the ones that go in your box, man. Well, no. well, he was just. This literally wasn't. Don't go in the box. It's paint all over everything. <laughs> he spilled it out of the gun. Okay. All over. Look. And, and it was fine. I cleaned it up real quick. And we learned a lesson on positioning. And when you have like a five ounce, six ounce cup of paint that's open to the atmosphere. Open. <laughs> Don't perk and jerk it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's, why don't you tell them what you did about a millisecond prior to me doing that? About a mill. Oh, so I had to mix up some reducers. So when we buy some of our base layer paints, I buy them n- anymore. I'm buying them by like not quite a gallon, but like three quarts. So I have room in the gallon container and and I'm using automotive paint. So it comes in that nice paint can that is just horrible to to pour out of. But, um, so I transfer some of that out of that one gallon can into a small, like a pint jar and I will pour out of the pint into whatever, you know, if it's a, uh, siphon feed or a gravity feed, I'll pour out of that as it's a little more controllable and I'm not wasting as much. So I fill up Vance's gun and I go and put the lid on. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez, I, I don't really have much left in this, um, in my little pint jar. So I go to open up the gallon can again so I can put it into the smaller uh, jar. 
and it just goes like, I, I, I get the lid and it just goes boom, like a, like a mini, like it was compressed. Like there was compressed air inside this thing and it just like spattered. It was like, it just shot paint all over my neck onto my shirt just from me opening it up. And there's all the profits. Profits gone. Oh gosh. Yeah. Paint that everywhere. It was. Yeah. So now, now I don't have to paint that room for a while because there's paint. It's a fresh coat of paint over everything. But yeah. So we, we had two, too many catastrophes, but that's I, what startled me. Is that, is, was that it? Yep. <laughs> That's Got you off the game. Me to uh to still uh primer all over my hands. All right, it's just my fault. Yep. It's the same way at my place. My wife comes down in the basement where I do my painting and she goes, Are you painting the baits or the floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh I have paint on the floor too. I have paint on the t- like the little work surface I have and yeah it gets it's surprising how a couple drips and drops here and there adds up to something enormous after a show season <laughs> but yeah I our- just I just uh I'm getting worse <clears throat> you're what <laughs> getting worse okay, okay. explain I'm getting worse at painting. That's it. You've painted two two patterns, and then you painted a bunch of essentially white base. <laughs> yeah, but I still think I'm getting worse. Well, keep at it, little engine that could. I'll try. How was the prime? I mean, you had a, you had a chance to get you know paint some baits here over the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, how do you think that prime job? If the sand any flat primer off, runs, drips, just oh, giant, man. giant beaks. No, I just, just asking. Yeah, some of them look like the the dipped baits, Todd. The dipped, yeah. yeah. No, and, wow. and, and and that's a joke. <laughs> no, they're good, Vance. They, uh, you know, a lot of them are turning into uh, a new paint color that we're going to put out here. Here's, and then when I get it done, um, you know, so far. Where it's really going to show up and it's it's going to matter a lot is like on a really white based color pattern, like a silver shiner or like a lemon head, something like that is where we're going to see it. But so far, I haven't seen anything that I thought was, you know, wasn't, you know, anything worse than what I would feel is acceptable. So good, good job, yes, yeah. good job. My God, do you have different guns, Steve, when you're painting? I. I tr- usually have like three different guns that are loaded up, and, and by the time I'm done, I've got I've got three different kinds of paint. All three of those paints are on all three of the guns. Mm-hmm. And that's the part I need to work on. I'm very sloppy when it comes <laughs> comes to that stuff. So I need to take my time a little more. And like I said, it would save me a lot of sand and a lot of repriming. E- yeah, I mean, just find your groove, and I guess the one a really good line, like line of advice I'm going to say is clean your guns good because one, yeah. like I'm going to forget, I don't, I'm not going to do it, and everything dries. You might as well just throw the thing in the garbage. And so, you're right. That, that's one thing. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And and there is a difference. I I just recently bought another airbrush. Um, as there's a, I I went. I'm gonna say let's just rewind like six months ago. I bought a a higher end siphon feed for the quick changing of the paint colors, and uh-huh. that siphon feed works great for everything. However, when I'm painting the rubber baits, uh, like our swim baits. That rubber paint does not sit well in the jars that you use for siphon. It shoots fine out of the gun, but storing them for any length over like a week, it's just not not good. And Vance saw the not goodness of it. So I bought a cheap gravity. Um, I mean, it's like a $40 eBay special because I'm like, I don't need detail with this rubber baits. And... There is a you get what you pay for kind of thing there compared to some of my two three hundred dollar airbrushes to a forty dollar airbrush that comes with three needles and everything else and a huge all this stuff um huge difference in quality number one being when I get it in the package and I open it up, the main needle isn't bent at a ninety degrees because it wasn't packaged properly from wherever it came from <laughs> but you know, so that's some of the stuff is, you know, a finer brush does feel better and it's smoother and, and things just work nicer with it. But, you know, I'm anxious to try out this $40 brush. If it, it, it very well could paint halfway decent, but it's just not nearly as refined as some of my other brushes. Yeah. But. So far, the, the water eclipse is the only one that I can, I feel comfortable with now. Okay. Yeah. That's my siphon feed. I actually, uh, yeah. do an Amazon mistake. I got shipped double. I bought one and they sent me two. Oh, nice. So, oh, yeah. So I have a just in case I drop it. So, but, um, you know, we, we were, I, I alluded a little bit, right. You know, that we were coming out with another color that we were going to do like a short run on. And that was going to be a color that we were probably going to bring to the New York show. And, and the whole rigmarole that, you know, the times that we live in right now. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit right now about, you know, what your hopes and dreams were for that show and, you know, the roller coaster ride it's been since and ultimately how it ended up? Well, when me and Zach started talking about it, we knew that, you know, that region, especially if Chautauqua being what the number three lake in the U.S. for Muskie. We're like, there's no shows in that area. And we, we was talking, we wanted to put on a show. We just felt that that would be a great area. Of course, we talked to you guys and, you know, you guys mm-hmm. were supportive of it. I called some of my bait making friends and he talked to his and we, we actually put what I consider an all-star lineup together. I mean, we had your, your top guns and we also had guys that have never been to a show and we we just had a what like i said what i consider the perfect venue we had baits for the higher end buyers we had baits for the first time musky fisherman that wants to spend you know 15 to 20 dollars on a bait we we had you covered from top to bottom we had all the the gear there as well we was going to have a lot of net representatives. We were going to have Garmin Electronics were going to be there doing demos in their booth for two straight days. And they was also going to have a pro staffer that you could walk up to 
say, hey, I've got the new pan optics. I don't know how to use it. They was going to, for two, sol- two solid days, you was going to get all the help in the world on your electronics. That's something that... That's pretty amazing. Right. They don't, you know, we don't see that at some of the other shows that I attended. So that was something we was really looking forward to. I said the the Chautauqua Inn and Suites Expo Center, everything was right there in one building. It was super clean. I mean, it was, it was just a great, great area, a great, you know, it would have been a good time. Some of the guys from up north at the border, they were looking forward to it. I mean, we, we had interest. We were selling the pre-sale tickets. And I actually sold pre-sale tickets. I'll try to hit all the states, but Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana, Illinois, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, Virginia, of course, New York, New Jersey. We had got, we even had a builder coming from Serbia. That was Serbia make, from Serbia was going to make the flight. I wow. I mean, like I said, we, we tried to put a good lineup together. The great thing is, even though, like you said, the times we live in right now, we the virus is out of our control. I mean, nobody could have predicted this. But if you pre-booked your hotel room, just call them. They'll cancel it. There's no fee. For any of the builders that were signed up, we talked to most of them. Some of them, you know, just haven't, we haven't had a chance to personally talk to them, but every single one of them, 100% are going to be there next year. So it, it, like I said, it's just, it was going to be a great show in 2020. Now it's going to be a better show in 2021. And we've got a Serbia guy coming up. Yeah. Remarkable. So, and they may be a guy from Sweden coming. Hmm. So that that may be one of the ringers for next year. A bait builder? Yes. Interesting. Yep. And he said, so it, it's just going to be another venue to where the guys can get out and meet the builders. I mean, I'm sure that you guys shake hands at, at the shows with guys that buy your baits for years, and that's the first time you actually, you know, you know their name on Facebook or on Instagram, but you actually get to put a face and a handshake to the person. Mm-hmm. And, and it means a lot. I like having guys come up and say, hey, I caught a fish on your leader. I'm sure you guys like to hear, hey, I had a monster fish on the on the rafter. It's just a great feeling. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, it is. And so, But like I said, we're going to – now next year the only change is this year – it was going to be late April. Next year, we're scheduling it for what we hope to be the very first weekend in April. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that will help some of the guides out because the last part of April was hitting right in the middle of their walleye season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're trying to work with the guys. We're working with the builders. And we'll be working with all the, the customers that plan on attending as well. So we'll, we'll be having lots of giveaways. You know, we was, we was doing a giveaway once a month, but I guess now we got 12 or 13 more giveaways we're going to do. 
<laughs> so we're going to take care of the guys. Like I said, it was an inconvenience for all, but you know, this is one time where we all had to stand together and do the right thing. For sure. I, I agree. But you know, that, that was the right call. Um, it's, un, it's unfortunate. Hopefully all this passes. Um, and this just looked like a killer show. Um, a, a real, uh, you know, almost diamond in the rough for, for a, a first show. And anybody I'm sure that has put on show promotions and things like that. Uh, I, I think this one was uh, the leader of the pack for, for first shows. You guys did a great promotion with it, and you've got some really uh, heavy hitters up in there. Um, I thought that was uh, incredible, uh, just what you alluded to. Um, but, you know, that's only going to grow and uh, leave the people uh, wanting more, you know. Um, yeah. And, and if anybody's got any questions, they can get a hold of me or they can get a hold of Zach Baker. And the one thing I would ask of anybody listening out there that was planning on attending the show is, a lot of these guys busted their butt because it, it did add an extra show to everybody's show season. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they worked their butt off in the shop to build that extra hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. So you know, show your support if you was going to buy one at the show. You know, get a hold of these guys, and you know, I'm sure they'll sell you a show bait. You know, they'll mail you one. Some of the guys are starting to post it on the New York Muskie Expo page. Yeah, that's something that's interesting. Uh, did, I, I saw some people selling that, um, using that as an av- avenue for their baits that were going to be at the show. Right. Um, do you encourage people to do that more? Yeah, that's what. Were anybody that was signed up for the show, I, you know, I would love to see them put. You know, they don't have to put all their baits, but I'd love to see them put a few baits on there. I mean, I put. I just put a general post up, just four or five sentences, and I just instructed everybody. I was like, don't comment on the post. Just send me a PM. And literally in one hour, I got rid of all my show baits. Wow. And it, it was awesome. I mean, I was over, just completely overwhelmed, and you can't believe how thankful I am to the fishermen and the guys, you know, that even truck, you know, they – they're putting trust in you when they buy your products. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a great feeling that, you know, that to hear that phone just sit there and beep, beep, beep. So it totally caught me off guard. I never would have ever believed it. Well, that's great. I mean, that's what we have plans of doing. We have a bunch of show colors that we're going to be down there at the, or up at the New York show. And uh, they're already in the works. And, well, That's what we're gonna do, but ours are not yeah. going to be ready till it comes down to showtime, pretty much, because yeah. that's the way we work. <laughs> well, well, and that page will be up. And like I said, we're going to be doing the giveaways once a month, just like I promised before this year. We'll be doing a giveaway once a month till the next show. And we want the we want the group to stay active, and it's growing and gr- every single day it's growing. So come April when your baits are finished. Put them on there, and I think you'll see that the guys are hungry. They they want those baits, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and like I said, it's a good avenue, and it's a good avenue to support the guys that was going to come support the show 
as well. I mean, I think right now there's over 900 people in that group. So compound that with the amount of people in your group and you, you know, you're hitting a lot more customers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely. So Steve, is there anything else? I mean, this is a great spot to kind of wrap this one up. Is there, is there uh, anything else you want to hit on before, before we call it a night? I, like I said, just support the guys. Like I said, first of all, support each other right now with everything that's going on. But like I said, with this New York show, I know the work that I put into it. I know the work that Zach put into it. I know you guys have helped to spread the word. I mean, so many people were involved to make this thing snowball. And like I said, I just want to keep it going because I'm one of them guys that if I'm doing something in a month, I don't think about it until the night before. (laughs) (laughs) So now I got to come up with ways to pique people's interest for the next, you know, 12 months till the next show. So if you guys put baits on there when they're ready, that helps. So I'm asking you guys and any other bait bait builders to listen, put your baits on there and, you know, Well, that uh, the phone just dropped out, but he was uh, pretty much saying, please go to the New York show site. And uh, with that, support the local guys. We're all in the same boat. So, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll all get through this. So uh, watch for the show. They're shooting for early next April for the New York show. And... Let's see. That was Steve Gold we just had on. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All the phones just dropped out, and that was Todd calling me back. But I can wrap this one up right here. All right. Big thanks to Fatty Z Musky Products. You can find uh, us at fattyzmusky.com. You can also support some of our other bait builders that we have as a sponsor here. That is Baker Baits. You can also... uh, Let's see, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. I'm all out of sorts. I apologize. I didn't expect it to be dropping that quickly. Um, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Ranger Boats. They uh, You can find your Ranger at Vicks Marine and Sports Center. That is in Kent, Ohio. If you go out on Muddy Creek Charters, not only will you be in Rangers from Vicks, but they'll also be using St. Croix rods. They are the best rods on earth. If you're looking to get a new rod this upcoming fishing season please look at st croix you can find them at a lot of the big box stores you can find they have a great website uh look and you know you can touch and feel which is really great when it comes to a rod and muskies inc with muskies inc you have a collective voice every everyone's voice together makes for a stronger uh push in the right direction so with that we've explained earlier in the show our muskie Inc. chapter has helped out by donating three thousand dollars just this past week to buy minnows for our local hatchery um, there are a lot of other stories like that from different chapters of muskies inc so be sure to look that up and join muskies inc uh, i apologize for the ending guys but uh we are wrapping it up anyway so With that being said, uh, good luck fishing and stay safe and healthy.